Hello? Hello? Muse? Nine Muses? Anyone? Come on here. Need you over here. Hi everyone, welcome to my channel. This is Autumn Bardot and here you will find author inspiration and writing tips. Today we're going to have a little fun. And as you can see, I needed to call my muse. But you know what? There's nine muses. And if you're gonna call a muse, you need to be specific. And you don't want to get them confused. I mean, if you're a family of nine, you expect somebody to know your name, right? Sometimes we just need to call on our muse. Make sure you summon the right one for the job. <laughs> I have to confess, the, the idea for this vlog came while I was writing my dramedy. It's about four goddesses who are fired and the nine muses, no, don't worry, they're not fired. The nine muses, they put in a few appearances. So it just got me to thinking. You know, all the time I've just been saying muse and I really need to call the right one. So I'm going to give you the muse list, try to pronounce their Greek names correctly and tell you how to summon them. Are you ready? There's a disclaimer. Summon at your own risk. The bearer of this information, um, that's me, assumes no responsibility for your muse showing up or not showing up. First muse, Cleo. She discovered history and the guitar. The word Cleos is the Greek word for heroic acts. Cleo is often shown with a trumpet or a clarion and holding a book. She's kind of like the kid in the band. Summon Cleo when you need heroic act inspiration in your novel. It's all about the hero's journey, right? Need something amazing? Summon Cleo. And here's how. Hold a book in your hand and use a trumpet. You don't have a trumpet, neither do I. Then do this. Do, do, do. do this a few times. A book, trumpet. Do, do, do. She'll hear. Muse too. Erfiterpi. The muse Erfiterpi discovered the musical instruments, courses, and dialectic. She's the one holding the flute. I don't have that either. And usually you can see her portrayed with many musical instruments around her. She's also known as the giver of delight. Summon Ephraterpi when you need more conflict and tension because that's what entertains us, right? So how do you summon Ephraterpi? You hold up your Twitter app. I mean, where can you find more drama? There's no place else with more conflict and tension than Twitter. So you're gonna hold up that Twitter app and say, Ephiterpi, Ephiterpi. And then hashtag muses rock, hashtag M writing, hashtag delight me. The hashtags are important. Muse three, Talia. Muse Talia was the protector of comedy. That's right, she's the one with the comedic mask. Summon Talia when you need some comedic lines in your novel or summon her when you yourself need a little bit of lightening up, a little bit of levity. I mean, writing is difficult and all that author stuff, it can get us down real quick. You don't wanna get trapped in that crazy. You need a few laughs. And here's how to summon Talia. Tell a good knock-knock joke. Mm-hmm, it'll work. Knock-knock. Who's there? Talia. Talia who? 
I got to tell you, the story needs to lighten up. Bam. <laughs> Use four. Melpomene. Melpomene. She's the opposite of Talia. She's the one with a tragedy mask. Melpomene invented rhetorical speech and tragedy. Summon Melpomene before writing that big, gut-wrenching, five-tissue tragic scene. And summon her this way. You need to cry. Really cry. Wail to the heavens. Gnash your teeth. Shake your fist at the sky. Curse in another language. Say something like, why have you forsaken me? And if that doesn't work, <clears throat> may I present Uzo, Ambrosia of the Gods. Terpsichore is the next muse. Terpsichore was the protector of dance. She invented dances, the harp, and education. She's depicted wearing laurels on her head, holding a harp and dancing. Sounds like a multitasker to me. Summon her during your first draft. When you have to do that creative dance to get your story out. When you have to shimmy in a few Google searches and waltz between character, conflict, and emotion. Summon Terpsichore this way. Dance around the room. You might want to do this with the drapes closed. Better still, dance while holding a bottle of wine or Uzo. Greeks really like Uzo. Erita is the next muse. She's the protectress of love and love poetry. Weddings too. Her name comes from the Greek word eros, which refers to falling in love. She's the one holding the lyre and love arrows and bows. Summon Erita when you need some extra sensuality in your novel. So how do you summon her? No, not by watching porn. Close your eyes. Concentrate on your breathing your senses. Go outside if you can. Feel the sun on your face. Feel the breeze on your skin. Feel the texture of the chair or whatever is around you. Get in touch with your senses. If that doesn't work, you could just talk dirty to her. Palamenia is the next muse. She's the protector of divine hymns and, art, and mimic art. She also invented geometry and grammar. You love grammar. She's also depicted looking up at the sky and holding a leer. Every author needs her when they're editing. So how do you summon her? Remember that English teacher you hate it? You know the one. They were so picky about every little thing. And when you got your essay back, it was just all oh, red pen everywhere. They were obsessive about every little comma fault and capitalization? Think about that language arts teacher. You ready? Say something like, I summon the goddess of grammar, Palamenia, in the name of Mrs. Finkelstein, my 11th grade grammar teacher. That'll usually work. Orania is the next muse. Orania is all about celestial objects and stars. She's the one depicted bearing stars, a celestial sphere, and a bow compass. Summon Orania when you are shooting for the stars, when you're writing that query, when you push send on that query, when you're writing your back of the book. How do you summon her? Howl at the moon, dance under the stars. Because sometimes it feels like the chances of finding an agent are the same as seeing a falling star. Calliope is the last muse. She's the head muse. She hangs with the kings 
and the royals. And she usually is trying to impose some kind of justice and serenity on them. She's the protector of heroic poems and also the protector of the rhetorical arts. We all love rhetoric. Supposedly, Homer asked for Calliope's help, her inspiration when he was writing the Iliad and the Odyssey. That's why she's often depicted as holding laurels in one hand and, and the Homeric poems in another. Summon Calliope during your second draft. You know, while you're working on the best words to draw out your character and your conflict and your tone and your mood and work on that imagery, the best words to bring life to your story. Since Calliope is the lead muse, the head muse, I would put some serious effort into summoning her. You can order Greek food, offer up some Kalamata olives. Feta cheese is good too. Really, do I even need to say more ouzo? Wave some Greek thyme around. Oh man, does that smell good. A chunk of homemade bread can't hurt either. Or you can make some baklava or some delicious moussaka. Now I'm really hungry. Or if you don't have any of those things, and you don't want to go out and order those things, make a list of the great Greek philosophers. Now there's a lot of them. And I'm just going to rattle off those that you probably already know. Pythagoras, Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, and you can include any of the others. She worked with all of them. So there you have it. Calling on the right muse is important. And I hope my summoning methods help. Remember, there's a disclaimer. I can't claim that they will actually come. But you know what? This is what I find. If you actually get into writing your novel and you are focused on it, the muse will show up. Thanks for watching. I hope you all have an excellent Thanksgiving, no matter how many people you are allowed to have at the meal. Give thanks for your creativity. Thank the muse for their inspiration. Thanks so much for watching. Hope you had fun today. writers to dream, create, and embrace. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.